They find them everywhere. North, east, south, and west, and even Canada. Players for the new All-American Girls Baseball League. After the first month of league play, the shine still isn't off these diamond gals. With her husband in the Pacific, Betty Horn enjoys cooking spaghetti and knitting. Her teammates call her Betty Spaghetti. Then there's pretty Dottie Henson, who plays like Gehrig and looks like Garbo. Uh-uh, fellas, keep your mitts to yourself. She's married. And there's her kid sister, Kit, who's as single as they come. Enough concentrated oomph for a whole carload of Hollywood starlets. And how about Marla Hooch? What a hitter. What a league. But girls playing baseball? Hey, everyone. Welcome to The Boot. It's The Boot. We are recasting classic movie reboots so Hollywood doesn't have to. Here's my question. Will we ever get a thank you? No, you know what? We're going to get a knife in the back. That's what we're going to get. I'm very angry right now, Kenna. I'm very angry. Why? Why? Because we're trying to do something nice for Hollywood, and what does Hollywood do? Steals the food right out of our mouths. Guys, today we are talking about a movie. You can obviously tell from the title, but um, I, won't, I won't say it yet. Let's get into the news before I get really heated. Let's get into... Well, let's introduce ourselves, actually. Guys, <laughs> I'm so angry I forgot how it's, this podcast It's not works. like, yeah, it's not like we've ever done this before. Yeah, let's let's introduce ourselves. Guys, I'm Brian Flynn, and with me as always is Kenna Trent. Hey, guys. Uh, Ken and I will be picking a classic Hollywood film and taking our top five favorite characters and recasting them as if the movie was being remade today. Funny I should say that for this episode. Somebody's mad. Somebody's fired up. Guys, we were going to do another episode and I bumped it because I wasn't going to let Hollywood win. I wasn't going to let it take this one. <laughs> Before we get into it, mm-hmm. let's talk about some other news. Beetlejuice yeah. 2. Beetlejuice 2 pushes forward with a new writer at Warner Brothers. Mike Vukadinovich will rewrite Beetlejuice 2 at Warner Brothers, a project that has been long gestating as a repairing of Tim Burton and Michael Keaton. No deals are anywhere near done with Burton or Keaton, but Denline hears that the two, who are currently working on Dumbo at Disney, have been excited at the thought of collaborating on a sequel. Seth Graham Smith and David Katzenberg of Cat Smith Productions would produce this one. That's really all we have right now. They've been talking about it forever, and now they're going to do Beetlejuice 2. Would Winona come back, or would it be a different family? A different oh, that's a really good question, actually. I, I forget what happens in Beetlejuice. So. Yeah, I'm not a huge Beetlejuice fan, um, but I, it sort of feels like she's at a point in her career where, you know, it would make sense. They yeah. could all come back. She can jump back into film a little bit has she uh i should look up if she's been doing anything i mean other than stranger things yeah she's definitely been doing stranger things and you know strange things do i really want to see like a (laughs) (laughs) at least we're laughing at my joke (laughs) i almost didn't get it do we want to see a 66 year old michael keaton hopping around that's a huge question we're like peas in a pod, the three of us. Let's face it, you want somebody out of the house. I want to get somebody out of your house. Come on, kids. What do I have to do to strike a deal with you two, huh? Don't you hate it when that happens? Let's go, Barbara. Wait. Is Beetlejuice circa 2018, is that something we genuinely want to see? I don't know. I haven't really been thrilled with a lot of Burton's films recently either. So I'm kind of passing on this one. Remember when he did Planet of the Apes? Yeah. With Mark Wahlberg? I do. I do. That was fun, right? Was it? <laughs> Just the idea of like Michael Keaton caking on all that makeup again. Yep. I'm not. And his like, because his face is crazy. And now it's even crazier. You know what I'm saying? He's like a very nice person, but uh, I just, I just want him to, you know what I want? I want him to keep doing best pictures. That's what I want him to keep doing. Oh. You don't? <laughs> it Remember sort when of he was like, in like three best pictures sort of, back to back? Really? Yeah, he Birdman. was Birdman, Spotlight, and then... Oh, right, Spotlight. Wasn't there one before? Hmm. Uh, maybe it was just two. What came before Birdman, really? Um, yeah, why not? I mean, it's either going to be terrible or pure joy, and I'm leaning on the edge of it's probably going to be terrible. Oh, man. All right, well, it's coming, so... Um, in other news, for people who like video games, Street Fighter, the video game franchise, to become a TV series... With Entertainment One and Mark Gordon. Mark Gordon's Entertainment One has locked in a deal to develop, produce, and finance a TV series adaptation of the popular global video game franchise. Joey Ansa, Jacqueline 
Kella, Mark Wooding, hopefully I didn't get those names wrong, the minds behind the live action web series and subsequent film Street Fighter Assassin's Fist will produce it. Uh, See, (laughs) I included all this information about it because, I don't know, I thought it might be interesting to know that they're actually taking a story from the video game, but that's not particularly interesting. It also sounds a lot like Mortal Kombat. Yeah, but it doesn't take place in a different dimension. It doesn't? No. Street Fighter is basically about, like, I know a lot about the origins of Street Fighter. So it's oh, like, interesting. So basically there's this, like, global terrorist named Bison who okay. is being sought after by, mm, like, okay. uh, Interpol. And so all the fighters, some of the fighters are, like, agents and, like, government agents. So who, it's not just about, like, a tournament to find the best warrior to defeat the ultimate villain and save humanity. It's part that. Okay, it's that's part Mortal that. Kombat. But it's also... <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, look, I don't know if you remember the 90s movie very well. Street Fighter? Yes. Yeah, so I haven't is... seen the 90s movie. I've only heard about it. Are you men enough to fight with me? Anyone who opposes me will be destroyed. Come on, you can't! Oh, yes, I can. Just take the hostages out. If I'm not topside in 15 minutes, evacuate without me. That's an order. You have made me a happy man. Next, I'll make you a dead one. This is sort of uh, my gripe with that movie, even though it's brilliant in its own way. Okay. And it was also on our list, so now we also have to take this one off, too. Yeah, bummer. Bummer. Um, That movie centered around Jean-Claude Van Damme playing the character Guile, Mm -hmm. but I think traditionally Street Fighter's main character has always been Ryu, who is... Sure. The, you know who he is. You know who he is. Uh, and then they they also made a movie specifically about Chun Li in two thousand in two thousand nine. Have you kept up with the whole series? No, no. But I think Street Fighter deserves to be remade by people who actually care and love Street Fighter. It could be a lot of fun. It should be fun. It should yeah. just be like, just like a grand martial arts movie that with all these like with with like a mix of the uh, colorful characters like in superhero movies, but instead it's like a wild martial arts fight but it's gonna be a tv series i think that's the thing that sort of bumps me like is it going to literally be like a fight of the week or is there this long serialized adventure against bison it would have to be the latter to probably maintain interest how many people do we think are gonna watch the street fighter series (laughs) here's the other thing I I think a lot of people would, but here's the other thing. The track record of video games to film or TV Uh is very poor. Yeah. It's very poor. And, uh, but it's also that most of the time it's just poor quality. Like they're taking something, you know, aside from maybe like the first Resident Evil and I mean, obviously Mortal Kombat, which is a perfect movie. Um, (laughs) Yeah. It's just, they're not super successful because it's sort of like a, like a half done attempt at just making the game interesting. Like, it just doesn't work. Right. And I think video games as a medium is more engaging than movies about video games. Mm-hmm. 100%. We'll see. I mean, they also tried, speaking of Mortal Kombat, they also tried to make remake Mortal Kombat, and I think that yeah, is, like, you dead can't. in the water. What did I just say? It's a perfect movie. Because Christopher Lambert's not available? Is that what you're saying? Like My dominions are well known to me, sorcerer. Thank you. That's the only reason you're hanging on to this. <laughs> I do. I do love Christopher Lambert. Okay. Nobody else. Finally. Finally. This this, is the reason we're here. The issue at hand. This is what we came for. This episode, Kenna and I are rebooting A League of Their Own. And we're doing it in protest because about a a week back, maybe two weeks back, Mm -hmm. this little gem popped up. A League of Their Own series in works at Amazon. Amazon is developing a series based on the film A League of Their Own. Hailing from the writers Will Graham and Abby Jacobson, the half-hour comedy is said to be not a close adaptation of Penny Marshall movie starring Tom Hanks and Gina Davis, but rather a modern take on the story. Which is problematic from the get-go. Because the whole story <clears throat> isn't just like women playing baseball. There's the whole thing of like, it's World War II, the men are fighting, people want sport to bring them together and to enjoy, but there are so many like professional baseball players who are overseas. So they turn to women to rebuild the sport. So what is the modern take on that? I, 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 one of two things came to mind. One is that they decide to just make a woman's league. 
And so they're starting a woman's MLB. The other idea would sort of borrow from that Fox TV show that failed a year or so ago called Pitch. Pitch, yeah. It was about the first female pitcher in the major league. So it would be like a group of women entering the already established major league. I'm not jazzed about that, though. Neither of those options sounds like there's so much to dig into in this movie, especially when it comes to uh, women's rights and um, just equality in general, which is not to say that we can't accomplish that in something today. But uh, the idea of it just being like, we're starting a women's baseball league, like, no, Um, give me a reason. Do you know that A League of Their Own was already a TV series? No, I did not. I was with a friend and she found she found this and sent me – this is the Wikipedia article. Um, there was about six episodes and these – I want to read you the episode breakdowns. Uh-oh. Okay. Lay it on me. Episode one. Dottie comes back to her team after her husband is called back into service. What? What? He messed up his leg. <laughs> yeah, he can't go back fighting. That doesn't make any sense. No. Nope. Episode two. The girls challenge Jimmy's old teammates to a match. Episode three, the team gets a chimpanzee as a new mascot. What? Episode four, titled Drinking Problems, Jimmy and Dottie go on a date together after Jimmy is dumped and Dottie's husband forgets their anniversary. I thought Dottie's husband went back to war. Wait a second. Five. What did... The team gets entered into a dance marathon. Six, Jimmy hires a new shortstop based on her looks. Do we see the inherent problem of the show? Oh my gosh, that's trash. So, guys... Kenna and I, we were planning to do this movie, and then this dropped, and we decided we're going to do it anyways, mm-hmm. because we love this movie. Yeah. And we want to talk about it before this new project comes out, mm-hmm. so we're going to deep dive into A League of Their Own. Especially because there's so many, we do so many movies, because there happen to be so many movies, that where the main characters are all men. Right. And I mean, we're going to do many more. But it just, it really hurt to lose uh, an episode where we talk about something that is so female forward. So we're going to deep dive into this. We're going to pick our top five characters mm-hmm. and we're going to reboot it properly. Yeah. As if the Penny Marshall version was being remade today. Yeah. So, Kenna, I know we have rules, but yeah. we're kind of throwing <laughs> one out. We're just kind of doing whatever we want. Doing whatever we want. I mean, want. we made the rules, so we made the rules. who's going to tell us what to do? You know what? Let's put a pause on the rules for this episode. Why don't we, uh, or at least number one. Yeah. But yeah. We're going to say goodbye to our remakes rule just for today, because I know we promised we wouldn't, but we'll get back to it. Uh, but we'll still stick to rules two and three. No imaginary casting. Our dream cast must be made up of actors that are alive and working today. No, uh, I don't know. Is Madonna still working? We couldn't recast like Madonna in this movie. I don't know where she is. <laughs> She's definitely not doing movies. Funny thing. She used to date a baseball player. Who? Didn't she used to date Alex Rodriguez? Really? Yeah. The Alex Rodriguez yeah. that is with Jennifer Lopez. Yes. Okay. Um, upgrade. So also, no, we're still sticking to the no Tinder casting. This one is going to be really interesting too, I think, especially because we're casting some pretty iconic faces. Um, so we can't just cast somebody based on how they look. You have to have seen their work and be able to vouch for their talent. So just think outside the box. That's what that rule's about. Um, also if you are not sitting somewhere with either your phone or your computer open on IMDb, what are you doing? Have you never listened to this podcast? Have you never, do you not listen to what we say? Do you just skip over this part every time? Open it up. Because we're going to be talking about some people you may or may not know and you're going to want to look them up. Also, also, who are these people? If you've never seen A League of Their Own. Stop right now. Stop. Watch it. Have a good cry. Come back. Did you cry? You can, yeah, you, well, I've seen this movie probably just as much as Tombstone. Oh, okay. So, yeah, when I was younger, it was, it was very Very emotional Very powerful. The, yeah. Now, this time around, I'm like, man, why didn't, why didn't they just, I don't know. I have a, I have a <laughs> okay, lot of like, okay. about have the, a, like the baseball games that they play. Like I have just some thoughts. Okay. Have a, have a therapeutic cry and then <clears throat> come back to us. Ready? Right. And we're back. Wasn't the movie great? It's amazing. Ah, oh, it's the best. All right, guys, we're, Ken and I are going to get into it. This is the reboot of A League of Their Own. Hey, Evelyn, can I ask you a question? You got a moment? Mm-hmm. Which team do you play for? Well, I, I'm a peach. Well, I was just wondering, 
because I couldn't figure out why you would throw home when we've got a two-run lead. You let the tying run get on second, and we lost the lead because of you. Now you start using your head. That's not love that's three feet above your ass. <laughs> Are you crying? No. Are you crying? Oh. Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. Why don't you leave her alone, Jimmy? Oh, you zip it, Doris. Rogers Hornsby was my manager, and he called me a talking pile of pig shit. And that was when my parents drove all the way down from Michigan to see me play the game. And did I cry? No, no. No, no. And you know why? No. Because there's no crying in baseball. There's no crying in baseball. No crying. Guys, we're going to recast these five characters. Jimmy Dugan, played by Tom Hanks. Donnie Henson, played by Gina Davis. Kit Keller, played by Lori Petty. May Mortabito, played by Madonna. And Doris Murphy, played by Rosie O'Donnell. Why is Jimmy first? Um, because he was billed first on IMDb because oh. he's Tom Hanks. I mean, it's... Not because I wanted it that Let way. Let me ask you this question. Is this movie about Dottie or is it about Kit? I have lots of things to say about their relationship. I think the movie's about Dottie. Kit's kind of a brat. Right, but she is the one who is trying to get out of here's, her sister's shadow, whereas Gina Davis is, like, lost Here's how you life. know it's Dottie's movie. At the beginning of the movie where we have this, like, weird uh, <clears throat> intro into the world where we see old Dottie, and mm-hmm. she's going to a... Oh, I forgot about old Dottie. How yes. perfect is old Dottie? Yes. All the old casting is, like, spot, spot on, on Spot casting. on. So when we see old Dottie, she's, like, leaving her house, like, being, a, you know, herself, and, like, I don't even want to go. And she sees her two grandsons mm-hmm. playing basketball. And she gives them both a piece of advice. Mm-hmm. And she tells the older boy, give your little brother a break, essentially. Like, let him shoot. And then she tells the younger kid, what does she say? Kill him. Kick his butt, right? Something like that. Yeah. And I feel like that's how you know. Because it's about her coming to the realization that, like, as the older sibling, there are just certain things you have to do. As a younger sibling, I feel like Kit really could have used a smack in the face. (laughs) Well, I don't want to get too far (laughs) away from older Dottie because it's going to take a lot of convincing to get me to change my mind that that's not actually a time-traveling Gina Davis coming back. They used her voice, right? And Lori Petty's at the end. Yeah, but no, like their look is just insane how close they got. Um, What else? I mean, this movie is like perfect. Can we just, because we're not recasting him, but I just really want to talk about John Lovitz for a second. (laughs) I'm Ernie Cappadino. I'm a baseball scout. I saw you playing today. Not bad. Not bad. You ever hear Walter Harvey makes Harvey bars? Yeah. I feed them to the cows when they're constipated. That's the guy. He's starting the girls' baseball league. So we can make a buck while the boys are overseas. Want to play? Huh? Nice retort. Tryouts are in Chicago. It's a real league, professional. Professional baseball? They'll pay you $75 a week. We only make 30 at the dairy. Well then, this would be more, wouldn't it? You interested? Pull her leg for a while. Mine are long enough already. Well, I'll go. I'm ready. I'm ready right now. I got to sign something. I don't want you. I want her, the one who hit the ball. You can climb back under the cow. She's good. She's very good. She's a pitcher. She just didn't pitch today because she pitched the day before. Well, thanks for that extra special glimpse into her life. I want you. You I saw, you I like. Now, what do you say? There's a train leaving for Chicago tomorrow. No, thanks. No, thanks. Hey, no skin off my ashtabula. You want to stay here plucking cows, that's your business. You know something? You're not nice. Ooh, that one hurt. So long, milkmaids. Every word he says is fucking genius. Gold. Genius. Every word. I am immediately into this movie when he goes to visit them and is like, so long, milkmaids. I'm not even going to. We don't deserve this man. (laughs) It's so good. When he's like talking to Kit about how she can't go with him and the cow moves and he just goes, (laughs) will you shut up? (laughs) I'm obsessed with him. Oh, and he's talking to that guy on the train and he's like, if I had your job, I'd. Kill myself. Okay, I'm just going to cut this whole thing out and just play <laughs> the five minutes that John Lovitz is in this movie. Every, all the clips this episode have to be just every single word he says. Um, I love this movie so much that I I also might have uh, casted some honorable mentions this episode, too. Oh, see, you do this. I do it. You don't tell me. No. Why? This you don't have where, to do this it. This is where the rift in our relationship <laughs> starts. You heard it here. Okay, let's get to Jimmy. 
Jimmy, okay. Jimmy Dugan. Our second Tom Hanks recast, which um, proved equally as difficult. Yeah, I would definitely agree. But just because this part, like even No Crying in Baseball is like one of the most iconic scenes in film of any time, any generation. Yeah. It's huge. You, you have to find someone who could play the washed up alcoholic, yeah. but also the kind of father figure and also kind of be a goofball. There's there was an actor I had in mind that I I pegged. Like I put him in there. I was like, he's great. He's great. Until the scene where later in the World Series, she messes up again. Yes. And he. He wants to yell at her so bad. He's just like shaking the whole time. (laughs) And I I looked at the person I had and I was like, I don't think he can do that. So I had to Mm. switch my guy. Yeah. There's like you have to. He has to be the guy that like hops aboard the bus and like kisses the manager. (laughs) Mr. Dugan. Mr. Dugan! What is it, baby? No! Oh, God, what the hell is going on? Why Lou stopped? Lou quit. Who is Lou? The driver. And at the same time, like a few weeks later, is like having this really serious discussion about how Dottie's like husband is gonna be okay. And you know, like she's sort of freaking out about it. And he's like, no, he's fine. He's fine. Right. Like that sort of like compassion. He has to do both. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I don't mind taking a, I don't mind leading off. Oh boy. <laughs> I feel like we've had a very baseball themed past couple of weeks. Oh yeah. Yeah. We went to see baseball we to, game. Yeah. Um, I'll go first. You go. Yeah. Right. I feel really good about my choice. I picked John Hamm. That's who I almost picked. Really? Yeah. I don't like revealing, you know, my second, yeah, third choices. But yeah. Matter. I mean, he's he's very, very good casting and mm-hmm. uh, he looks like an old timey baseball player. He himself is yes. also like a huge baseball mm-hmm. aficionado. He did that baseball movie. Which baseball movie? Where they brought the like um, Indian cricket players to oh, right, right, right. play baseball in America. The thing that worried me is that his drunkenness, that kind of Don Draper drunkenness, I don't know. It seemed a little more mean than what I was comfortable with. You're thinking too much Don Draper drunkenness. But I think if he added, because he's not at all attempting to be comedic with that in Mad Men. And so it's really upsetting and it's really sad and frustrating. But I think if you added a little bit of the SNL Vincent Price Halloween special, Drunken John Hamm to it, it it would be on point. I picked uh, old Rocket Raccoon himself. I picked Bradley Cooper. Silence. I almost said interesting. <laughs> I felt bad. Because I, 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 there's a quote in the trivia attributed to Penny Marshall about how Jimmy's, he's not supposed to be old. Mm-hmm. He's just supposed to be washed up. Yeah. And, and injured. I thought Bradley would seem like someone who was just on the other side of his career, whereas John Hamm might have, might be a few more years past that, while still having the same abilities to kind of be like, charming degenerate mm-hmm. alcoholic guy who kind of turns it around and finds new life jimmy i'm thinking of giving you another managing job oh well uh mr harvey i guarantee you that i'll do a better job than last time let me be blunt are you still a fall down drunk no sir i've uh, i've quit drinking you've seen the error of your ways no i just can't afford it <laughs> also i picked him with my dotty casting in mind because okay. they have like a weird romance thing, like an unspoken. Do they? Yeah, yeah. There was like, I mean, I just read this. Today. I just there think was... it's really disrespectful to Bill Pullman that it, we would suggest. Bill Pullman is the ultimate, ultimate Baxter. Like he, <laughs> he's in like, every he movie. was like James Marsden before James Marsden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's just like every movie he's in. It's always like his, his lady is just Mm. looking at somebody else. I loved, I, I definitely, I think I wrote down at one point, Bill Pullman in a uniform. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. Relax. (laughs) He looked great. Um. His hair. So. I'm just going to keep talking about it until you acknowledge that he's wonderful. Let's move on to Dottie. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I really, I'm, I'm really excited about my, my Dottie Henson pick. Like I, I was so distraught trying to come up with this was one movie that I I made lists for, and mm-hmm. I was kind of shocked at how it didn't feel like anybody really suited the part the way Gina Davis does. But I became happy with what I came up with. I was looking at Dottie. I mean, they mention her as like she's this 
an incredible beauty, but like one of the best baseball players out mm-hmm. there. She's highly skilled. So I was trying to think of an actress who has, uh, who is also very beautiful, but has has played roles that are a little tougher, a little mm-hmm. more tomboy. I picked Kobe Smulders oh, from How okay, I Met Your Mother yeah, yeah. and the Avengers movies. Yeah. She was in a um, Jack Reacher. I think she's in the Jack Reacher movies too, but yeah. who cares? Um, <laughs> she just, but she just, I, to me, she has like, an, yeah, that's she's her... so pretty and it looks like she feels like she could fit in that era. Mm-hmm. And I could definitely see her like being like the captain of a baseball squad and like, I could see her out there on the field. What are we gonna do? He didn't give us the lineup. We can't play without Alana. I'll pitch. I can pitch. I thought I was playing center field. No, no, man. I would like to center field. Hey, 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 guys, come on. How hard can it be to make a lineup? Come on. Oh yeah. Well, why don't you do it, Oregon? Me? Yeah, yeah you. All right, May, center field, lead off. She's good. <clears throat> I don't know why, but you said baseball squad, and that made me laugh yeah. a lot. The squad, you feel this, I don't know. But now I'm self-conscious, like, that's not a term, and I'm just using it. And all no, my, I mean, you would know. All my buddies are going to be <laughs> You don't call it a baseball squad. Call it a baseball team. Um, Brian just pretends to like baseball. Um, I think that's a really good choice. I think she absolutely suits the period and sort of tone yeah. of the movie. She's got some, I feel like you have to have somebody who has a little bit of a comedic flair not that this character is particularly comedic, but if they don't get it, it's just not going to be. It's not going to. It's not yeah. going to be the same. Um, I picked for my Dottie, Kristen Ritter. I like it. Um, She's so like, she, to me, she's so like raven colored that it's like mm-hmm. hard for me to place her. In, like Dottie is like glowing in this movie. Oh, that light at the very end when she's like getting on the bus, that like soft starlit light she looks so stunning um no i i I see what you're saying i think she can look a little harsh Mm -hmm. because it's like it's all about like black hair dark eyebrows intense look but as we see from classic television don't trust the bee in apartment 23 Mm -hmm. and many of her other jessica jones television roles breaking bad gilmore girls um (laughs) that's definitely what she's most known for she yeah she was like one of roy's crazy roommates in season seven you don't remember that no, I I think that she has like she's very intense, but she has just enough of a comedic turn to make it interesting. Like I want to see Kristen Renner <clears throat> interact with the Jimmy Dugan character. You know, I really thought you were a ball player. Well, you were wrong. Was I? Yeah. It is only a game, Jimmy, and I don't need this. I have Bob. I don't need this. Chicken shit, Dottie. You want to go back home to Oregon and make a hundred babies? Great. I'm in no position to tell anyone how to live. But sneaking out like this, quitting, you regret it for the rest of your life. Baseball is what gets inside you. It's what lights you up. You can't deny that. It just got too hard. It's supposed to be hard. The hard is what makes it great. I'm now really interested in like hearing who your kit is because okay. I feel like Kristen. How old is Kristen? Rich? She seems like really young. She's 36. She's a little bit older than I anticipated. Gina Davis was 36 in this movie too. So yeah, I did my I did my homework. I like your pick. <laughs> I like your pick. Uh-huh. I just like my pick so much that yeah. like I, I it's just because I'm in love with Kobe Smulders. So. Okay. <laughs> is it, are we gonna like fist fight at some point? <laughs> just start we hitting might, you. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, then yeah, I might as well tell you who I picked for Kit. You might as well. Because it was a challenge, I think, to pick somebody who matched the, which, I mean, we'll get into this, but I just had lots of problems with the character of Kit. Like what? Get into it. We're here. Get into it. I think, I just think there was a point at the end, like when Dottie essentially like creates the situation for their team to win and for her sister to be the hero of the game. I was like, that's so lame. Like, you, wait, you like think, the Peaches were better. The wait, Peaches think, were a better team. Do you think Dottie dropped the ball on purpose? Yes. Because I think no. that's I think that's the point. Like, the point is that she realized that, like, it didn't mean as much to her as it did to Kit. I think Dottie is the ultimate competitor, that it's ingrained <laughs> in her that, I mean, Jimmy says it. He's like, this, it like, it, like, lights you up. Like, this is, this is who she is. She would never intentionally she's a competitor she's a she's an athlete but i think that that, but we talked about this at the beginning it's dottie's movie it's about this journey from going to from realizing what it was going to take 
for her and her sister to finally like meet as siblings as to finally understand each other. Are you telling me that <laughs> Dottie would do that intentionally and then walk back into that locker room and stare every one of those peaches in the eye yep. and be I mean, like, she wanted to quit. No, I, 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 I really disagree with that point or, or with that, that theory. I think, I think she, I think Kit beat her. I think the movies, this is when Kit finally beats her. I don't know. Because Kit is such a brat throughout the whole movie. There's that part where um, Mr. Lowenstein is like, Dottie, we want to do a story on you. Or like Life Magazine is there and they want to do a story on you. And Kit is like, what about me? What did they say about me? And I'm like, what did they say about you? What did they say about the whole team? Don't be such a brat. This is not about you. Dottie is a better player and she's prettier. Whoa. That last pitch was right down the middle. If I swung at that, I'd be the big hero. But you got me so crazy. All I said was lay off the high ones. And good thing your sister bailed you out, Kit. <laughs> Kit, why don't you get your sister to teach you how to hit? Kit, why can't you be beautiful like that sister of yours? What dog? idiot said that? No one. But I know that's not what they were thinking. No, it's not. No? You ever hear Dad introduce us to people? This is our daughter, Dottie. And this is our other daughter, Dottie's sister. Just had you and bought a dog. I get what you're saying about Kit. Yeah. I just, I don't think there's any realm of reality that Dottie would intentionally lose the baseball game. I think that. Because I think it's like, I think she might in, like orchestrated Kit to be in that situation. But I think she will always, always test Kit. She won't like, the whole movie is how she won't let Kit win. Mm-hmm. And so it's not about her finally letting Kit win. It's about Kit finally beating her. I, I, I just I think I see it differently because I think it's it's more about how she realized that their relationship is more important than either of them winning at anything. And she knows that if Kit gets this, that it's going to it's going to incur- like Dottie is already That's insane. knows. This already is a world kno- championship will you, on the line. Will you let me finish? <laughs> we should Dottie. Dottie. Has already... Okay, no, we're not talking about it anymore. Uh, <laughs> Let's talk about Kit. There's animosity Let's in the room right Kit. now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I picked Lily Collins. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. The sisters are all about the strong eyebrows. What's kind of funny is Kristen Ritter's, well, from the work I've seen of both of them, like is a much mm-hmm. tougher, grittier... She takes on a lot of tougher, grittier characters mm-hmm. than Lily Collins, who's, who's a little more delicate. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it would be interesting to see them flip. Yeah. To see Lily Collins like play sort of like that bratty, scrappy. Did you see fight that for everything. movie she did about she had an eating disorder and Keanu Reeves was her doctor? It's no. a Netflix movie. No. It was really good. I think partially because like she went through that and so she had her own like personal experience. But uh-huh. it's very much her being a lot harder yeah. than she usually is. Because I think she is that very like softly lit delicate female in a man's world kind of character often and that was entirely different but i agree i would love to see them sort of go head to head all i know is you could have backed me up today instead of holding me back i hold you back it's like at home it's like if you're here and i'm not here what does that mean i don't know i don't know what i mean i know I'm wrong. I know you're right and I'm wrong. I know that. I just... I just get so mad. Why do you gotta be so good? Huh? When I was picking Kit, I was thinking about someone who would antagonize my Dottie. Like, Dottie is generally more serene. As a catcher, she kind of has to, like, keep the... She has to manage the game and she does Mm -hmm. a very good job of that. Kit, as a pitcher, is kind of by herself and she can kind of get wild and, you know... They, when they think they have it and they don't, they just are going to be bullheaded about it. Mm-hmm. So I picked an actress who uh, – I picked Rachel Brosnahan from The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and House of Cards. And picking her actually made me watch the show because I was like, I want to know – I want to see more of her Have you work. never seen The Marvelous Mrs. I've never seen it. I oh want to see gosh. more of her it work. Oh, my gosh. If you have not seen The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, <clears throat> go subscribe to Amazon Prime because it is – that I is watched, entirely watched, worth it. I watched like nine episodes in a, in a row. phenomenal. But she has that quality of like – Especially in that show where it's like she's going to go after what she wants. Mm-hmm. And she will – she is 
very antagonizing, which is what Kit is. Like, you call it bratty, but it's like, I'm also the youngest of, you know, the youngest sibling. So, like, I'm on Kit's side. I'll, this whole movie, I'm on Kit's no. side. <laughs> maybe it's because like i had i had an older brother and so it was i have like, an older brother too yeah but you're a boy okay <laughs> i feel like that dynamic is different like like my brother would never have let me win yeah i don't think my brother would let me win either i, I think older brothers are just dicks <laughs> and now we're on the same team look at that Kenneth. i just don't think I just, I think I felt for her in a completely different way. Like, I was like, I think she just Uh needs to be okay with the fact she'll come to a point where she comes into her own. Yeah. But maybe it won't be playing baseball against her sister. I've been traded to Racine. You? I I told him to trade me. Oh, yeah, they'd really trade you, Miss Star, Miss Perfect. You know exactly what was going to happen the whole time. I didn't. I'll quit, okay? I'll quit. Is that what you want me to do? Sure, then everybody will blame me for you quitting. What do you want me to do? I'll do it. Stay away from me. Just leave me alone. That's what I want you to do. Hey, Kit, blow it out your rear end. I am so sick of being blamed for everything that's bothering you. I got you into this league, goddammit. I didn't even want to be here. And why are you still here? Dottie knew she was leaving the league. Mm-hmm. She came back for these last few games because she really felt for her team, but she knew she was leaving the league. I think that's why in the end I I support Kit. Because she, that's all she wanted was to be a great baseball player. She wanted mm-hmm. to leave home. She wanted to play baseball. This was her chance. Dottie just wanted to go home and start a family. And it was like, you could have been the Michael Jordan. You could have been the Bill Russell of women's baseball. <laughs> okay. And instead, you just like left. And it that that always bugged me. But because like, her, always bugged but me. it doesn't matter that her ambition is different. Because ultimately, like you don't get to you don't get to choose what you're good at, but you can make yourself better at something that you love. And Kit just hasn't gotten there yet, which is why I root for her. Okay, I just think she could have chilled out about. Well, how Dottie. old is she supposed to be? Because Dottie it seems like she uh, is she in her late twenties. I think she's supposed to be like, like early thirties. Is she? I don't know, because then they kept calling her her kid sister. And I was like, is that just like a weird, like, 40s thing? (laughs) Because, like, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure what the average range is for a Major League Baseball player. But I I assume that they would probably take players in their 20s rather than their 30s. But I I don't know. I don't don't know. So that's why I'm wondering, like... I just think we're going to have to agree to disagree. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on to May. (laughs) You know, I... (laughs) When I was casting May, played by Madonna... I just kept thinking about, like, who's the Madonna of our day? Mm-hmm. And I think there's obviously an answer to that question. Who, I, who, like... Did you pick that person? No. You know why? Because I don't really think she's that great of an actress. Like... Okay. And so I I wanted to... I think Madonna's a great actress I, in this movie. In this movie, yeah, Definitely. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I want to pick... Yeah, if I remove the singer aspect off the table, because this mm-hmm. this actress doesn't have to sing that stupid song that Madonna sings at the end of this. Movie. Oh my gosh! Like, there's no singing in this role. It's just like, so just put in an actress. Except for the little song they make up. Oh, we're the members of the All American League. We come from cities near and far. We got Right, but you don't need Madonna level talent, you know, as a what singer is to play Madonna level talent. It, you know, a multi-million dollar recording artist. That's the <laughs> level of Um anyways, I picked Margot Robbie. Do you think Margot Robbie would take a part like this? Yeah. Why wouldn't she? I mean, they would have to I think expand the role <clears throat> a little bit. She absolutely can look and act the part. Yeah. I believe that. So, like, May is, like, obviously, like, this sort of sex pot who, mm-hmm. you know, goes around and at, at the time is, like, this woman with, quote, unquote, loose morals, which is, you know, so stupid. But um, she's like, she's a dancer. She's a dancer. She yeah, works she, at the yeah. club that Doris is dead. Yeah. Is. But it's just like that that scene where um, Mr. Lowenstein tells the Peaches that it's like they need to really put on a show because this league is in danger. And she starts talking <laughs> about, like. Going back to her old life. (laughs) And I was just like, I think Margot Robbie would crush that scene. And what am I supposed to do, huh? Go back to taxi dancing? Ten cents or some slop can sweat gin all over me? I'm never doing that again. 
So you go back there and you tell old rich Mr. Chocolate Man that he ain't closing me down. No, I mean, I, th- I absolutely think she's a fantastic choice. Uh-huh. I just, she, her star is rising so quickly. Yeah. I'm not sure I could see her taking a part like this. Okay. But she's amazing. Say it. Say your name. <laughs> okay, so for my May, who could absolutely deliver one of my favorite lines of the movie, which is, hi, my name's May, and that's more than a name. That's an attitude. <laughs> I picked... Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Of course you did. Um, Here's the thing. Yeah. She hasn't shown a lot of range necessarily. I mean, she did a couple of seasons of American Horror Story. She was in that Machete like. Kills. Yeah. Robert Rodriguez yeah. movie. And, Sin City 2. Uh-huh. It's been very like on brand for her, essentially. Like she's just been sort of like glamorous and or weird. Yeah. So, but I'm very interested to see her in A Star is Born. Because I think I I think she's gonna deliver. She's talented enough that she definitely can. I just yeah. pop star aside, mm-hmm. that aspect of her just put it on a shelf for a bit. She looks like May should look. Yeah, like a girl from Brooklyn mm-hmm. or the Bronx who's coming to this like podunk town to just play baseball, which she's yeah. like grown up. You know, like I could I could totally see that that like you know she used to watch the Dodgers before they moved. You know, and then I get it. She's a good choice. I don't want to fight with you, Kenna. <laughs> right, I just don't Brian's like looking at me like, "Don't box me out." And okay. I'm like, "I will." So, who's the uh, Laverne to the to the May Shirley? <laughs> um, shout out to uh, the director. Yeah, yeah, Penny Marshall. I sincerely hope you put in that clip of them where she's like, "What if my uniform happens to pop open?" What if at a key moment in the game, my my uniform bursts open and. Uh, Oops, my bosoms come flying out. That that might might draw a crowd, right? Think there were men in this country who ain't seen your bosoms? Rosie O'Donnell, all current uh, views and opinions aside, is hilarious in Uh this movie. And she's a really great performer. Did you ever watch the Rosie O'Donnell show? Yes, I did. I did. I watched a lot of Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was always on, like... I didn't have cable, so... Maybe what, around, yeah. like, when school would get out or whatever. It was, like... When you're sick, you watch The Price is Right, and uh-huh. then it rolls into, like, the Rosie O'Donnell show. Yeah. Like, like kids today are like, oh, I watch <laughs> Steve Harvey and then Ellen. <laughs> kids today are like, I don't watch TV. <laughs> I watch video gamers play video games. <laughs> I'm on Twitch. Um, okay, so I actually, I made this choice, and I think it's the perfect choice. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm literally gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna the perfect I'm gonna choice. Hit, I'm gonna hit Brian by the end of this episode. You, you know what it's like. Got, you heard it. This is what friends. This, this is you just heard what this he did. Is what this podcast is like. <laughs> this is like two baseball teams throwing high heat. Batters getting hit, and eventually someone's gonna charge the mound, and a fight is gonna break out. We're gonna. It's just us, but it's yeah. gonna be a dugout clearing, a knockout, yeah. dragged. Anyway, yeah, I think she's the perfect choice, and she is related to the current League of Their Own project. Say it. This is gonna be incredible. I think it should be Abby Jacobson. Oh, okay, okay. I almost picked Alana. No. Yeah. See, I had the, I had the debate between them, mm-hmm. and was ultimately like. I would cast Alana Glazer in this remake of this movie, mm-hmm. but not as Doris. Abby is Doris. Okay. So we're talking I, about uh, Abby yeah. Jacobson of Broad City fame, who is involved in the... This recreation, this the, reboot. Uh, yeah, the television reboot. She's also in Neighbors, or Neighbors 2, I think. For She's like a small oh, bit part. She's really part. funny in that. I like that. I like that a lot. The scene that I really liked is when she shows her boyfriend's photo around. Yes. And, like, Betty Spaghetti is like, ah, him? <laughs> you know? Doris, is this your boyfriend? Yep. Is it out of focus? No, that's how he looks. Well, you know, looks aren't the most important thing. That's right. The important thing is he's stupid, he's out of work, and he treats me bad. <laughs> then why? Why? What do you think? Because, you know, none of the other boys ever, uh, always made me feel like I was wrong, you know? Like I was some sort of a weird girl or a strange girl. Or, well, not even a girl, just because I could play. I believed them too, but not anymore, you know? I mean, look it. There's a lot of us. I 
think we're all alright. I picked also a, a TV comedian, but not of Broad City. I picked Rachel Bloom from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Oh, that's a really good one. Sort of like Dottie and Kit. Like I was trying to pick a pair because mm-hmm. May and Doris are very much like attached at the hip. Yeah. Um, and I and I thought it would be, I, th- I think that my May and Doris would probably get along pretty well. Yeah. Um, she's very funny. I think she's a great actress. Mm-hmm. Um, you seem to like it. Yeah. No, I think she's great. Look at that. We can be friends. <laughs> we can do this. You're not out yet. Um, we did it. We do you have it. any other uh, thoughts? Um, I have a thought that we should do. Where does Barry Pepper go? Ooh, B-Peps. You'll like this. I okay. think you'll like who I, where I put Mr. Bernard Pepper. Um, <laughs> Is that his real name? I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I put him as the Racine coach. Coach Charlie, played by Don, Don S. Davis. Davis. Yes, he's the he's the new Dave Chappelle of our <laughs> guys. I cannot I cannot say it enough. I think he is so phenomenal. I mean, you guys watch Twin Peaks. Oh, I thought you were talking about Barry Pepper. I was like, I know how phenomenal no. Barry Pepper is. Don Davis. Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. Honestly, Don Davis is a bit of the Barry Pepper of his time. <laughs> he's like everywhere and nowhere at the right. same time. Would you get? Would you get OBP? Um, I gave him uh something. I, this character actually isn't even that high profile. He just is somewhat important. I put him as Mr. Lowenstein, the candy bar magnates representative to the team. Mr. Harvey's like yeah. right hand guy who takes over the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meaty part, meaty part for Barry Peps. I mean, let's just let him like spread his wings a yeah. little. I got some honorable mentions. Like a okay, all right. Beanie Feldstein. Do you know who that is? Yes. Of as, Lady Bird. Of Lady Bird. Fame. And what else was she? I think she's also in Neighbors, too. Uh, I put her as Marla Hooch. Aw. Old Marla. I love it when the announcer's like, Marla Hooch. Hooch. It's like, <laughs> why is he saying it twice? I will say, I, I think that opening scene where we meet Marla, where they won't. John Lovis doesn't want to take her because she's not pretty. Mm-hmm. I think that might have been the first time I ever emotionally connected Ooh. with the movie. <laughs> What's the matter? Can't use her. She's great. Why not? What's the problem? You know General Omar Bradley? Yeah. Well, there's two strong resemblance. You mean you ain't taking her because she ain't pretty? Well, look who just caught up. All right, come on, let's go. Pick those suitcases up. Now, come on. I'm not kidding. Let's go. Move. Come on, one foot in front of the other. Hey, mister. Huh? I know my girl ain't so pretty as these girls, but that's my fault. I raised her like a little boy. I didn't know any better. Don't make my little girl suffer because I messed up raising her. Please. And and even, like, the women looking out for each other aspect of, like, Dottie and Kit, like, throwing their bags down and being yeah. like, we're not going to go. Like, it doesn't matter what she looks like. Do you think the Peaches win if Marla stays on the team? Because she leaves after her wedding. Maybe. Maybe. Because she's Cause so she, good. She is, I think she's, like, the cleanup hitter who comes in after Dottie. And mm-hmm. so, like... They probably would have hit two more runs in instead of those outs. But for all of, for everyone who's like so sad that the Peaches lost, I like looked it up. Like the Peaches won like six titles, so like they eventually win in 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 real life. So in, in this universe, life. in this universe, like. But Dottie just doesn't get a ring. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, her stupid sister. <laughs> Old Stillwell has oh, to be Andy Richter. He was. <laughs> is so scary isn't that the guy from uh peewee's big adventure i think so yeah Yeah, i didn't like it and then uh, john lovitz could still be ernie cappadino but if we had to recast him so much i thought tony hale from arrested development and v could be tony uh, hale ernie cappadino so long milkmaid (laughs) um anything else about this movie little bits i uh, i had like a weird recovered memory when i was watching about how the song batter up the song that they sing that um, Evelyn writes for mm-hmm. the team. We changed the lyrics to that song and sang a version of it during sorority recruitment when I was in college. Oh. And I kept trying to remember the words and I couldn't do it. But I was You conveniently like, forgot for this podcast? Oh, I reached out to several sisters to be like, what were the lyrics to this song? And I feel like when I was describing it, people were like, what? It was a real thing. Um <laughs> But it was just kind of funny because I think when you're doing it, you don't realize what it's coming from. But I was like, mm-hmm. right. It's like a song from this movie. The only thing I, I want to bring up, the telegram scene. Oh, boy. When 
the news comes that one of their husbands died mm-hmm. and Jimmy has to walk through the, the clubhouse and it's like between Dottie and Betty Spaghetti mm-hmm. and he hands it to Betty. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, it's crushing. It's so sad. But I couldn't help think about a man named George Spaghetti that <laughs> died. Wait, and like this news. His name isn't Spaghetti. No, her name isn't Spaghetti either, but they call her Betty Spaghetti. But like when I was watching that scene this time, that just popped in my head that like, I was like, what if the guy's name was George Spaghetti? And then like this newsreel voice just kept being like, May 1946, George Spaghetti killed in action. It's like a dramatic shot of his like dog tags yeah. and it's like, gee, Spaghetti. <laughs> Like a Ken Ken Burns documentary where like a voiceover of a guy named George Spaghetti is writing like a letter home. Dear Betty. I don't don't know. The war is tough. Oh, props to that kid who tried to uh, get with uh, Dottie in the car when he's dropping (laughs) dropping her off at the bar. Good for him. That was so good. What's your rush doll, buddy? What do you say we slip in the back seat and you make a man out of me? What do you say I smack you around for a while? Can't we do both? Guys, that's it for A League of Their Own. I hope you enjoyed our picks. I hope you also enjoy this movie as much as we do. Yeah. Kenna, where can the audience find us? You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and really wherever you get your podcasts. Just look us up. You can find us on social media uh, together at The Boot Podcast on Twitter and at Boot Podcast on Instagram. Keep an eye on those accounts um, because we're going to start posting the movies we're doing ahead of time. Um, and I don't want to hear that you don't have Twitter. People are all like, I want to support you, but I don't have Twitter. You can get on Twitter and just look without an account. So uh, I'm sorry I'm yelling at you, but like, guys. Yeah, we're not private. No. We're a public account. Just yeah. Look. Just yeah. look. <laughs> I make it fun. There's lots of gifts. You can find me on social media at Kenna Trent. You can find Brian on social media at Flynn B. That's right. And guys, if you like this podcast, please subscribe and rate. And please tell your friends to do the same. And join us next time for another reboot of a classic movie. All right. Thanks, guys. This is like that weird, how do we hang up? We, this is like us after we lost the World Series. It's like, how do we go on? How do we get out of here? Well, like, what are we doing? Bye, I guess. I guess we'll see, see you, you next season. Later. <laughs> this used to be my playground. This used to be my child. to be the place I ran to whenever I was in need of a friend. Why did it have to end? And why do they always say? Wait, you're going? Ah, uh, dry your eyes. Yeah, I'm just going home, grab a shower and a shave, give the wife a little pickle tickle, and I'm on my way. I'll see you. Yeah, but do- But what? Field, tryouts, play. That's it, get lost. Come on, girls. I hate when they get attached to me like that. <laughs>